What's good? You already know who it is. And if you don't know who it is, it's your man, Leon Benson, a.k.a. Leon Genesis, a.k.a. your mom's favorite personal trainer, a.k.a. Let's Get It, a.k.a. Let's Work, a.k.a. Always Working, a.k.a. Beatrice Thompson in the building. What it do, man? Yo, we back at it again. It's December 3rd, 2020, man. So, yeah, man, we coming to you live from Forte Studios. Um, So, for those of you that have already been listening, I appreciate y'all. You already know what we're talking about right now. We're talking about fitness and nutrition and, and just overall well-being and the beginning phases of your fitness journey. So, um, those of you who are new... I suggest you go back to episode 14 and yeah, man, just get in line with us, man, and follow us on the journey. But anyway, in the last episode, I talked about just what you experience and and what happens when you when you first get started. um, Just trying to get in shape or wanting to get in shape and some of the things that you have to do, some of the things that you have to look out for. Last episode, we talked about uh, finding mentors, which, like I said in the previous episodes, you can have mentors, as many mentors as you want, and they can be anywhere. You don't, it doesn't have to be somebody uh, that's right next to you or, or that you can go and visit, you know, down the street or whatever. You can have a mentor in another country, you know, but the main thing. Uh, was to find a mentor that is doing what you're trying to do or has already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. So for example, if your goal is just to start exercising consistently, you need to follow or learn from or get in touch with a person that has already began their fitness journey and has already accomplished exercising and eating right consistently. So let me get some lighting here because I got my notes. But yeah, um, like I said, we talked about finding mentors. So I gave you some of my background as far as my own journey and how I started to find mentors and, and, and the process and what was going on for me. So now you might be wondering, okay, well, what do I do once I find these mentors? Just simple things that you can do. Look at what they're doing. Look at their daily habits. Um, look at the exercises that they're doing. Figure out what the, what foods they're eating on a daily basis. Figure out how they warm up before they exercise. Figure out what types of things they, they uh, listen to before they work out. And during their workout, because some people, they honestly don't even know what type of music they should listen to. But that's going to be, you know, not as important as just getting started on your fitness journey. But still, like once you start getting into it, you are going to want to have a certain routine. And I know for me, music is a huge part of my routine, my fitness routine, just my daily routine in general, like. I got to have the tunes. Obviously, as a musician, too. Come on, man. 
I need tunes in my life. I need beats. You feel me? I need I need the melodies. But anyway, going back to fitness, you find that mentor and you learn what they do. So now once you figure out some of the things that these mentors are doing on a daily basis in order to reach their physical uh, fitness goals, you can start to learn like, okay, what directions you can take on your own journey. But again, I want to continue to stress that you cannot look like your mentors. You cannot build the body that they have. Um, you might not even be able to eat the way that they are eating in order to get the results that you're trying to get to. So you have to study yourself just as much, if not more than you study your mentors. So with that being said, um, going back to my own journey, once I started, you know, just lifting weights on a daily basis, you know, in this case, benching and then getting into doing, you know, uh, some curls, some barbell curls, um, and just some regular curls or whatever. That's all we really had back in the day at that time. Um, yeah, man, like I just, I started making it a routine. I didn't have like a set plan as far as how I would train. I just wanted to train. Like I just wanted to work out. I wanted working out to be a part of my daily existence. Um, so... And no, it was not every single day. I did not lift weights every single day. Like once I once I began the journey, um, probably it was probably between like three to four days a week that I was doing weight training consistently on my own. Once once I, you know, took interest in it. Um, and then going into another thing that inspired me to workout consistently um was football so my mother shout out to my mom um i love my mother she gave me everything she taught me everything um but yeah she signed me up for football as a sixth grader so yeah that was that was when I got into like the the body weight exercises and what I could do physically without any machines or any weights or anything. So yeah, that was definitely another part of the beginning, you know, of just the birth of Leon Genesis and being a trainer, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever. But yeah, man, um long story short with football. I ended up becoming the quarterback of the team because I was showing off uh, the first day of tryouts, throwing the ball, you know, who knows, probably a little over, I don't know, 30, 40 yards. But yeah, I was showing off anyway. So they made me the quarterback off top. I was the captain of the team. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, of course, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I made so many mistakes and would forget plays 
and just forget like where I was supposed to be on the field that the coach started calling me brain damage. That was my nickname. Brain damage. Like really? I was the captain of the team, but my nickname was brain damage because yeah, some some days and some plays I just would lose all control and lose all direction and not know what the hell I was doing. But anyway, getting back to fitness, our practices, obviously we trained. It it wasn't the most fancy, whatever. It was very, very, very simple. We went to the football field, the practice field. Uh, this was at Reynolds Middle School, by the way. So um, any uh, any residents of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, some of y'all might know. Some of y'all probably went to Reynolds Middle School. But yeah, that was where I played football in sixth grade or whatever. But yeah, we went to the practice field. Um, I believe it was at Buchanan Park. And we would do we would do push-ups. We would do sit-ups. Um, and we would do sprints. And one of the things that I hated the most was uh, six inches. Oh my gosh, it was the worst. So basically, you lay on your back. You hold your face mask of your helmet because you're wearing all your pads and you kind of do like a like a leg raise, like a lying leg raise. So the goal, obviously, is to lift your feet, both feet off of the ground, like six inches, and you just hold it there until the coach says to put them down. So obviously they would have us hold it for a ridiculous amount of time. At least it felt that way at the time. But anyway. Just going through those practices, that was was showing me physically, wow, I can push myself, you know, past whatever previous limitations I thought I had. Like, but I still wasn't really into fitness like that until later when I started, you know, lifting weights and stuff on my own. Like I said, we got into the bench pressing and all that. But anyway... Um, yeah, man, the football thing for me, it didn't really work out. I didn't like football. I didn't want to play, uh, consistently. I played for one year and actually I played in eighth grade. Um, my memory is terrible, but yeah, I played in eighth grade. My mom wanted me to play in high school too, but I was like, hell no. But anyway, Going back to the weight training and, and and how it continued for me, because I already told you guys how it began when I found my mentors. Um, high school came and I didn't want to play football, but what ended up happening is eventually we had a strength and conditioning class in high school. And of course, we lifted weights and we, and we went outside to the track and we ran. So now I was doing more than just benching and doing, uh, you know, bicep curls and stuff. So now there was a little bit of machines that we had, you know, we had a squat rack, we could do deadlifts. Um, they had a leg curl machine, a lying leg curl machine. Uh, what else? That was, Man, high school was the first time I got introduced to lunges. Oh, my God. It was the most painful thing ever. We were doing lunges with, uh, what was it? With 50-pound dumbbells. Man, could barely walk after that. But, uh, yeah. 
once I started seeing like the different machines and, and, and experiencing the different types of movements, like I just, I wanted more. I wanted to challenge myself more and I just wanted to stick with it. Like, you know, for me, fitness, looking back, like it kept me out of a lot of bullshit. Like it got me out of a lot of just, you know, doing dumb stuff, being in the streets. Cause for sure we was definitely in the streets, but I wasn't doing nothing crazy. Like I wasn't a thug or anything like that. You know, when I would get around the crazy people and the thugs and whatnot, like I got uncomfortable. It just wasn't my feng shui, especially if none of my friends was in danger. Cause really that's the only time I was going to be like, yo, it was good. But uh, yeah, man, fitness, it just kept me out of trouble. Um, and it just kept me focused on something productive. So there was never any like true direction for me in the beginning. Like I said, I started with the bench and then we started getting into bicep curls and whatnot. Um, but I never really got into like writing, writing things down, writing down my workouts or how many reps or how many sets or how many pounds or this and that. Like, I just wanted to get that feeling, man. I just wanted that feeling that, 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 that tightness of the skin, you know, the blood rushing to, to the, to the muscles, man. Like just feeling like you could, you could barely extend your arm after doing so many bicep curls or just feeling like, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't like, uh, not walk around with your chest sticking out. Like I was benching so much and, and, and doing so many curls. Like that was some of the first things that people would notice on me is like, yo man, like you looking kind of big, blah, blah, blah. Or your chest is always poking out this and that. And it's like, it's not like I was doing this stuff on purpose. It's just like, I was, I was beginning to build muscle. So yeah, man, my pecs was getting nice, I guess, or whatever. Um, keep in mind, I still was chunky. Nutrition did not come into play at all for the longest time. But yeah, that's a whole nother episode. But um, yeah, my thing was I stuck with workouts that I liked to do. And I know it sounds crazy, but for me, like the reason why I had so much success in terms of sticking to some type of workout regimen or routine was because I did exercises that I really truly enjoyed doing and I did not switch it up. I know a lot of trainers will tell you, you got to switch it up. You got to do something different. Listen, if this is your first day working out, if this is your first week working out, if this is your first year working out, two years, three years, do exercises that you enjoy doing the most. Because here's the thing. If you're doing things that you like to do, you are more likely to continue to do those things because they feel good to you or they give you the results that you like or the feeling that you like. But if it's day one and you do a hundred air squats, trust me, two days from, from then, you're never, ever going to want to do another air squat again because you're not going to be able to walk. You're going to be in too much pain. And too much pain caused during exercise is going to make you more likely to, uh, to, to give up on it and not want to continue doing it. So, yeah. when Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm over here dropping stuff. But anyway. Yeah, man. When it's the beginning of the journey... Stick to doing exercises that you enjoy doing. 
Like I said, for me, it was the bench press and doing curls, dumbbell curls. I just, those were the things that I loved doing. And I, I kid you not, like those two exercises and movements I, I did for like at least two years before I really started getting into like just the various movements and things that you could do with your body in terms of, you know, weight training and, re and resistance and, and, and just even just uh, progressive overload, which is just lifting heavier weights. But yeah, you will find a lot more success in the beginning of your fitness journey when you focus on the exercises that you actually enjoy doing the most. Just master those movements. You can pick three movements, just three exercises um, in terms of weight training that you actually like doing that you're comfortable going through the movements and just focus on those for the first few months. I know some of you guys, it's like, really, bro? Like, this is too beginner, whatever, whatever. But look, it's people out there, like I said, man, that it's their first time working out or it's their first year or whatever, but they're still uh, not sure what to do or, or, or how to do it. But I, but I'm going to tell you in the simplest way, like pick two to three exercises that you like doing and you just focus on those. You can change the reps, how many, how many, uh, times you do it or you can, and you can change the amount of sets that you do. But yeah, as you start to enjoy those movements more and get used to them and you start to build that muscle memory, then you can do more research and look into doing other exercises and or or adding more uh, reps or more sets or adding heavier weight or whatever. But yeah, honestly, you find the most success, like I said, when you stick to movements that you enjoy the most. Of course, long term, that can be a problem if you're not willing to open your mind and and consider, you know, more advanced exercises and movements and whatnot. But yeah, in the beginning, if it's for you, it might be bench pressing, uh, shoulder shoulder pressing, like barbell shoulder pressing and maybe some some squats. So. Not necessarily full body, but you're working most of your body. If those are the three things that get you going or keep you motivated, then you stick with the bench, you stick with the uh, the shoulder presses, and you stick with the squats. You will, you will begin to know when it's time to switch it up. So... Just for example, because you, you're already probably thinking like, well, when do I switch it up? You know, I just started and I'm not sure, you know, like if I should just keep doing, you know, benching and, and shoulder presses and, and squats or whatever. OK, so you you found your three exercises that you like doing. That's great. You've been doing them now for, you know, maybe a few weeks, a few months, whatever, what have you, a year, two years. OK. At some point. The amount of reps that you do 
will f- will feel easy to you. The amount of sets that you do will feel easy to you. You won't be sweating as much. You won't be as out of breath. The weights will not be as heavy. That's when it's time to switch it up. Also, another time to switch up your exercises is when you're not seeing physical changes, when you're no longer building any new muscle tissue, when you're no longer burning new layers of fat. That's when it's time to switch up your routine. But again, I'm trying to, to walk us through this slow and steady. Because like I said, for some people, this is the beginning of the journey. So you pick those few exercises. All right, let's 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 go back again. So you find mentors, you find people that have accomplished things that you already uh excuse me, I'm losing my I'm losing my words. You find mentors. These mentors are gonna be athletes that have already accomplished certain goals in in the realm of fitness and nutrition. So you look at their routines, you look at what they do on a daily basis, you look at how they eat, um, how they warm up. Um, you know, we can get into supplements later. But yeah, you look at that stuff and you just adopt or or take maybe two or three exercises from them that you actually have tried and you enjoy. And you and you work on those exercises and you just master them. You don't have to rush yourself into doing all this complicated shit. Like it's people, you know, they want to complicate exercise and nutrition. It's not complicated. It's not. There are a few basic movements that everybody needs that can get them great results. Like. You don't got to be doing all this, you know, all these crazy ass movements or or whatever, or lifting all this heavy ass weight, like super duper heavy weight to the point where you're injuring your body or something like nah. Like there's a reason why it's called progressive overload, because what you're doing is you are gradually adding on more resistance to to the bar. So if you're benching, maybe you start out 100 pounds benching for 10 reps. After a few months, maybe, let's say after two, three months, it's easy work for you. So instead of maybe going to like a a eagle seated chest press, which is just an, like an inverted uh, bench. You can stay with the same, with the regular flat bench press, and you can still stay with the ten reps. But instead of instead of uh, benching a hundred pounds, now maybe you can add five to ten pounds to to the bar. So just keeping it super simple, because I suck at math. Now. You can start trying to bench, I don't know, 110 pounds and see how that feels. Maybe try to do it. If you can't do it for 10 reps, then maybe you can do it only for five reps. That's fine. That's what you want because it's it's going to be more challenging to you because the weight is a little bit heavier. 
And believe it or not, adding, you know, even 10 pounds or even five pounds to your to your bench press. If you're if you're a beginner, that's a huge difference. You're going to feel that and you're probably not going to be able to get 10 reps. And if you do get those 10 reps, it's going to be a lot harder, more difficult. That's progressive overload. So now if we're looking long term, all right, you did 100 uh, 100 pounds bench press or whatever for a few months, few weeks, whatever. Then you bumped it up. Now you're doing 100 and 105 or 100 and 110 pounds bench press, whatever. You've been doing that a few weeks, few months, whatever. 10 reps now it's easy. So you can start to mess around with the rep range. You can go back to the 100 pounds and say, you know what? I'm going to try to bench this 15 times or 20 times. And then you will start to feel physically what that feels like and how difficult it is. Um, but yeah, man, like you don't you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Once you start to to begin the process, you have to find things that work for you and, and, and your style and, and your physique and, and your genetics. Th those are the things that you need to use to your advantage. So aside from finding a mentor and 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 picking maybe two to three exercises uh, to engage in on a daily basis or a weekly basis until you get more comfortable, um, you need to study your body and learn what what body type are you? Because there's there's a few body types. Now, again, I'm not an expert. I'm not a guru. But there are body types. And these body types will tell you what things will work for you in the gym. What things will work for you in the kitchen. So, just as far as like getting into the actual names of things, you know, you got your mesomorph, your endomorph, your ectomorph. So, but I'm like, again, I'm not an expert at any of this, but yes. Okay. You got one body type that they gain weight easily. Then you've got another body type that loses weight easily. And then you've got the third body type that's going to be, all right, they can gain weight easily and they can lose weight easily. So just looking at that, are you a person that just easily puts on a lot of body fat or even a lot of muscle if you have great genetics? Or are you a person that struggles to, to stay at a consistent weight? Are you constantly losing weight or are you just, you know, skinny all the time, but you want to gain more weight? Or are you like me? I'm somebody that I can gain weight easily and I can lose weight easily. Although my genetics would suggest that I can put on fat <laughs> a lot easier than the average Joe, but I also feel like when I start dieting, I'll lose weight pretty fast. So I feel like I'm on both ends of the spectrum. But yeah, study your body and figure out what you can do with your genetics.
so you you have to learn are you an are you a mesomorph are you an endomorph are you an ectomorph please do not ask me in person which one is which because again i told you i'm not an expert yes i study the game do i study the game as much as i should no but hey i'm just i'm keeping it 100 with y'all man like you guys can do your googles and do your research as far as what your body type is because again that's going to tell you what type of training you should be doing and how you should be eating in the kitchen. But going back to the beginning, you again, you find that mentor or those multiple mentors. Look at their routines. Look at their habits. Adopt some of the exercises. Maybe pick two or three exercises from them that you've seen them do. Maybe you're not even sure what the name of the exercises are. That's okay. You can look up all that stuff later. But just start doing some of the exercises that you that you think look the coolest to you. And you focus on those exercises and you do them and you will start to learn what works for you, what makes you feel comfortable. Um, and you'll just start to prime your mind and your body and your soul for becoming an, an advocate of fitness and, and nutrition and overall well-being. But yeah. And then once you start using those two to three exercises consistently, maybe for the first few weeks or whatever, now you can figure out, okay, what, what body type am I? So again, are you a person that loses weight easily and it's hard for you to, to put on size? Or are you a person that just gain so much weight. I mean, you can eat a bag of chips and you're five pounds heavier the next day. Not saying that that's realistic. I'm just over-exaggerating. But like, you know, like I said, are you a person that just, you, no matter what you do, you just consistently put on body fat or you consistently just put on crazy ass amounts of muscle? Or are you somebody in the middle like myself? You can gain weight easily if you're just not watching your eating or you're just um or like when you start dieting you just you just drastically lose weight like you know it's not it's not hard for you to gain muscle or or to lose body fat like you're on like i said you're on both ends of the spectrum but yeah once you do these things like you will start to see again what works best for you you will see what you like the most you will see what you hate and in the beginning don't worry about the things that you don't like in terms of the types of exercises or the types of movements that you're picking like i said pick two to three movements that you really like that really work for you right now and just master those movements because that's going to build your confidence and that's going to uh that's going to increase your appetite for just getting to the next phase because you will hit a plateau. You will. You're going to get to a point where you stop learning or you stop growing or you just stop being enthusiastic about it. That is when you know it's time to either change how I'm eating or it's time to change how I'm training or it's time to change how I'm even warming up. Sometimes even warming up is so, you know, becomes so mundane and monotonous 
but you got to change it up sometimes. But yeah, man, um, before I make this into like a two hour episode, again, I just want to go back to the top, like find a mentor, study their, their, their habits, look at their routine. How do they eat? How do they train? Pick two or three exercises that they do that maybe you think you would enjoy and focus on those two to three exercises for now. That's all I want you to do. You don't have to go crazy. Like I said, you could do bench press, you can do shoulder press, and then you can do um, just some squats, whether it's barbell squats or just air squats, and just perfect those movements, learn those movements, um, become one with those movements, get comfortable with those movements. And then when you either get bored or it's not as heavy or you're not getting as sore or you're just looking looking to, to get to the next phase, that's when you know it's time to either increase the weight or change the exercises um, or just add other elements to it. Like I said, you can add more reps, you can add more sets. But yeah, for now, you gotta, it's the beginning. And if it's not the beginning for you, then maybe this isn't the podcast for you to be listening to. But if it is the podcast for you to be listening to, then yeah, you find that mentor. You find people that have accomplished those things that you want to accomplish in terms of physical fitness and nutrition. And and you just you pick a few exercises and start to utilize those movements on a daily basis or a weekly basis. You don't have to work out every single day. You could start two to three times a week. All right. Like I said in our example, you got your bench, you got your shoulder press, you got your squats. You could do that three days a week, every single week. You pick the reps, how many reps you want to do, and you pick how many sets you want to do for each of those movements. Um, of course, there are some general rules of thumb in terms of how many reps and sets you should do per week you know, based on your fitness levels or whatever, but we can either put that in other episodes or you can do your own Googles for that. But yeah, man, just start slow, but start. You have to get started. Like for every exercise that you don't do, for every day that you don't train, for every healthier meal that you don't eat, you are missing out on living your very best life. You know, it's about longevity, man. You know, some of us now, you know, we're still fresh, we're still young, but yeah, time is moving. You know, we're not we're not kids anymore. Like we're fully grown adults. And it's just like one of the one of the best ways to live your very best life is to incorporate fitness and healthier eating. Like, period, regardless of how you want to look at it. Those who are healthier, those who exercise more often, those who eat uh, cleaner on a more consistent basis. They are living better lives. They got more energy. 
They have better, um, better spirits. They're happier. Like it's, it's, it's science. It's there's science behind it. You can look it up. You can look into it, but there's so many health benefits. Like, don't you want to live longer? Don't you want to inspire your kids to lead better lives? Don't you want to have more mental clarity? Don't you want to be um, less susceptible to, you know, just various diseases and illnesses that are that are taking out some of our loved ones or people that we admire and look up to? Like, you have to get serious about your goals. You have to. And we talked about this. Um, let me get some light. Oh, man, I don't even got no light in my car. But anyway... I mean, we talked about setting goals a few episodes ago. So, yeah, like if like I said, if this is the beginning of your journey, you need to write down your goals. Look, I want to lose this many pounds or I want to build this much muscle or I just want to have more confidence. All right. You write those things down. You put the date at the top. Now you have your goals. You can put a deadline on it. I suggest you put a deadline on on when you want to accomplish this goal because that's important. It's going to motivate you and push you to actually get started and to not put it off. But yeah, maybe you can start, all right, for the first year, all right, I want to lose this much weight or I want to build this much muscle or I want to build this much confidence um, or I just want to lead, lead, start leading a healthier life. So now you've written it down. You've put the date on it. You got your deadline. You got your mentor now. Now you got your mentors, whoever they are. Like I said, they could be anywhere in the world. Um, and you've uh, you've you've taken a few exercises from them that you like or are interested in doing, and now you're doing those on a consistent basis. So that's that's right there. Everything that I just said right there in that last, you know, minute or so, that's your wheelhouse right there for the next 365 days, man. So, you know, there's no excuses. Like if you're listening to this and you're one of those people that still has not been able to lock in on just keeping a consistent workout regimen going like, look, you can't bullshit yourself no more. Like it's all on you. You got to put the work in. I'm giving you, I'm giving you the, the, the blueprint right now. All right. You never worked out a day in your life. Like, yo, find a mentor that works out all the time. They have a great physique. They have great energy. And they don't have to have a perfect physique, just one that you like. Wow, their physique is is cool. Mine's is not at anywhere near that level. I want to be at that level. Okay, now you you got you got your uh your mentors. You whatever your goals are for your body, you write those goals down, you put the data on the top of the paper, you put a deadline on it. Okay, this I got these goals. This is when I wrote it down. Okay, now this is the date when I want this goal to be accomplished. All right. Now you got your exercises that you took from those mentors and you, you use those exercises and you do them consistently on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, you know, put the work in. And then from there, you 
will get to a point where those exercises become a little bit too easy or you just want to challenge yourself more or your body physically is not changing in a positive way. Like you're not building as much muscle as you did the first few weeks or whatever. Um, or you're just, you're just bored with the exercises. Okay. Now you can do your research and start to add in other movements. Or if it's nutrition, you can start to look at what types of meals you want to eat that will help you obtain your goals. But yeah, man, no more excuses. Like you're getting everything. You're getting everything. Like there's no reason why you can't, you know, successfully accomplish what you need to accomplish in terms of fitness and health. Like, look, y'all know how crazy this year was. And a lot of it stems around health and wellness, fitness and nutrition. Like, I'm telling you, like, you, you have to adopt exercise. You have to adopt eating better. I'm not saying you got to eat perfect. I'm not saying you have to work out every single day, two hours a day. But what I am saying is exercise and better nutrition needs to be a part of your life on a consistent basis. If it's three times a week that you exercise and have clean meals, that's what you need to stick to. If it's four times a week you exercise and eat clean meals, you need to do that today and from here on out. Like, stop making excuses for yourself. If you got kids, like, how can you look at your kids every day and you're there eating, you know, candy bars and cheeseburgers and chips and fries and, and all this fried food and whatever. And then, you know, by the time they go to college, if they're babies, you're going to be on a hospital bed somewhere, you know, getting surgeries or them trying to revive you because you got, you know, coronary heart disease or you're, you know, just morbidly obese or uh, you just got crazy back pain because you refuse to lose an extra 15 pounds or whatever. Like, stop putting off your health, man. Health is wealth, man. Health truly is wealth. You could have all the money in the world. You could have all the resources and connections. But if you are not in shape, if you are not eating right, I'm telling you, your body is going to go against you. Like, you really got to get serious about your health. Now is the time. Stop putting it off. There's no reason why you should be putting it off. And you can go to your doctor and figure out if you have pre-existing conditions already that maybe alter your ability to, to exercise, go to your doctor and, and be like, listen, I want to start working out. I want to start eating healthy. Like, what? where can I start? What can I do with the conditions that I have? How can I, how can I adopt a healthier lifestyle so that I can live a longer life? life so that I can have more energy so that I can be here for my kids, my grandkids, so that I can have more confidence in myself and get the deals that I need to get or get the job I need to get or just love myself. Because even more importantly than looking good, it's like the ultimate act of self-love is taking care of your body your mind, and your soul. 
And diet and exercise is so crucial to that. Diet and exercise is the literal act of self-love. Put it any way you want to put it. Like, if you really love yourself, you will take care of your body. You will nourish your body. You will treat your body like a temple. Instead of just throwing a bunch of trash in your body and, and, and just laying around all day, day in or day out, or being at a desk job and never truly utilizing your, your best physical form. Like, look, now is the time, man. Now is the time. Stop putting off your fitness goals. You want to get in shape. You want to lose weight. Or you want to, like I said, if you're a smaller person and you want to gain weight, now's the time, man. I'm giving you the blueprint. Like, there's nothing else to it. Like, all right, we, we on this journey. Like, it begins. Stop putting it off, man. Because, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you're truly going to be suffering if, if you don't if you don't adopt an active lifestyle, you have to be active, man. But anyway, um, this was a very long episode, so I'm about to wrap it up. Um, I got to do some plugs real quick. So yeah, as you know, I'm a personal trainer, man. So I got online coaching available, eight week, 12 week programs. Um, you can comment on this episode. You can DM me on Instagram at Leon Benson too. You can follow me on Facebook at Leon Benson, or you can find me on anchor.fm or uh, Apple podcast. Just type in Leon Genesis. If you got my number, you can text me, please don't call me. Um, and then as far as uh, the music, yes, I'm a musician as well. We're working on this album. The name right now is Album Mode, um, Album Mode 2020. So it might change. I'm not really sure. We got a couple ideas we're working on. We got like 20 ideas we're working on. But yeah, it's been a minute since I've actually uh, hopped on uh, hopped on my keys and got in the studio and started working. But yeah, we're working on an album as well. Other than that, man, Book of the Month is Stock Investing for Dummies. I'm actually going to turn the light on so I can so I can get into this real quick. Um, all right, let me see. So yes, the book of the month is stock investing for dummies by Paul, uh, M. Ladjanovic. So I am on chapter 10, which is understanding technical analysis for stock investors. So again, you don't have to read the book in a month. This is just the literature that I'm, uh, consuming at the moment. Because again, I'm trying to look at what the wealthy people do because I want to be wealthy one day. So this is a part of it. Studying, studying what they do, learning their tactics and techniques. This is a really great book. It's very insightful. You can go on amazon.com to get it. No, I'm not an affiliate. I, I just, like I said, I want to share some of the information um, that I've been consuming. So yeah, man, I'm trying to get my money right. You should be trying to do the same. But again, that book is called Stock Investing for Dummies. It's the latest edition, the 2020 edition. So you can find that on Amazon.com. Um, other than that, man, look, if you enjoyed this episode, like it, share it, comment on it, download it, rate it, 
subscribe to my podcast. We got more episodes coming. Um, and to my five listeners, man, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I know this was a long ass episode, but I'm really trying to give you guys the blueprint um, and share some of my own story as far as just life in general. But of course, I'm trying to get more into the fitness and the nutritional aspect of it, give you my point of view and some tips and tactics that you can use in your life today to better yourself and to be healthier and happier. So yeah, man, with that being said, you already know who it is. I'm not going to say it again. If you want to hear it again, rewind this episode, man. But anyway, it's your man, Leon Benson. I'm out.